0: Praise God It's a beautiful day in glory land Everyone's blessed Because we're possessed With God the Father We know him on the inside Because we're not bewitched anymore Amen Glory. Glory Got our birthright back from the devil Overcame the world By realizing how much he loves us The fastest way to overcome Is to realize how much you are loved by God and come into the experience of that divine love. There's nothing even close to that experience in creation. You could have a harem like King Solomon and consider it utter garbage in the comparison of Song of Songs, divine love. He did. He considered it garbage. Oh yeah, in the Bible. I consider it all vanity, vanity, chasing after wind. I tell you what, you're going to realize everything is vanity except divine love. That's the full realization of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Everything we've done in our lives that is not done in the Father's love is vainglory. It's the fading glory of Moses. Vainglory. That's what God's dealing with right now. Vainglory of the soul, where the soul can do things in the name of God that doesn't have the glory of God. There's two trees in the garden. One is vain glory, and one is glory. Amen? One is on the cursed side of the cross, everything done by our effort and strength. The other is on the glory side of the cross, because we came into this world to die. It's true. You were predestined for for death before the foundations of the world, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. Have you been crucified with the lamb? I mean, my God, that's elementary Christianity 101. We're trying to do Christianity and we're not dead with him. And so all we do is throw like grave clothes on people. We put efforts on them, do's and don'ts. Here's what you need to do. Blah, 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 blah. Here's 10 steps to freedom. Have you read the new deliverance manual? Have you read the new book? Hallelujah. It's one thing to read the Bible. It's another thing to be the Bible made flesh. The written word is not the word. The living epistle is the word. The worship of the written word is idolatry. You'll still go to hell. That's like a Roman Catholic reading the word and it's like, well, what, why does it make me feel like I'm dying when I'm listening to that? Why is that the most boringest thing I've ever heard in my entire life? Because it came straight from the bowels of hell. That's true. Even though it's the scripture, it came from the bowels of hell. Because the Bible is not the Word. No. The Word is you and I as the members of the body of Christ. The living epistles that make up the bride of the Bible. That's so important. Otherwise you'll murder everyone using scripture and you'll be a sorcerer and a warlock of Satan. A dead letter that kills, Paul called it in the Bible. Or the living epistles, read of everyone. And they can read the living epistle, and you put the word in your spirit and not your brain. You don't put the word in your brain. You put the word in your spirit, and you're read of all men. And then they can feast on your flesh and blood, the firstborn from amongst the dead. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. Why? Because he's the word. The word is flesh. The word is blood. The word is living epistles, read of all men. It's a major breakthrough because then you'll realize you are gods. Because you're one with the word of God. You're one with he who spoke creation into existence. But if you have a religious mindset that says the dead letter is God, and we honor the dead letter, you're actually honoring Satan. And most Christians still in ignorance worship the devil, which is religion. They worship Satan. It's true. So you go through the cross into the glory and you begin to worship the living Father and the living Word. You pass from death to life and many of you are about to die to religion and live as epistles. And don't be scared of death. Death is the best thing that could ever happen to you. If you have fear of death, then you can never walk one day in the glory of God. It's true. Glory only comes out of a person who has died with him. Someone who has walked Calvary to the cross, climbed Golgotha, which is Mount Zion, the mountain of suffering love, and has died to their own skull on Skull Hill. If we live out of our skulls and not His skull, glorified at the right hand of God in Zion, we are not members of His body. Only those who die with Him are the ones that live with Him. Are we living out of our souls? Are we living out of His soul? The mind of Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords. The mind of Christ is our promised land. Amen. There's no promised land in the flesh. There's no promised land in the brain. There's no promised land in the Bible. Look, we've had 2,000 years of Bible thumping. I mean, look at these people. Most of them look like they've been baptized in lemon juice. That ain't the promised land. They can't even give without joy. They don't even know how to be joyful. They don't even know how to bear fruit. Most people don't even realize that the kingdom of heaven is inside their bodies. They're still looking for it on the outside. Most Christians are still bewitched of Jezebel. The witchcraft of the potent sorcery Babylon the Great that has turned Satan's kingdom into the counterfeit kingdom of heaven that is only within each other's hearts called the new covenant. Christ in you, the hope that you realize the glory. Where's the glory? Oh, vainglory. We're, we're going after vainglory. Jezebel bewitches us to go after vainglory. And we have a fading glory, and we're all serving the angel of death. And we just embrace death, and you bring the real glory of God around people, and they'll tell you out of their mouth, they'll just pour out how much they believe in death all day long. Science has proven this. Science has proven that. It's like, please, keep preaching the death gospel. You are such a good puppet of Satan. I mean, you are just the oracle of the devil. And you hear it all day long from these liars, these whose gospel came from hell and not heaven. It's true. But in Revelation, you see an eagle proclaiming the eternal gospel, which means you can only hear the gospel in the spirit of prophecy. And what's being poured out now is a sapphire sea into every cup that wants a drink so that everything in your life that is dead can be resurrected in new life. It's true. That's what prophecy does. It completely removes death because to be prophetic is to be alive. Everything in our hearts that is not prophetic is death. We have death in us. It's true. Until the prophetic word gels our spirit and the morning star rises in our heart and our day dawns. Our day will fully dawn before Jesus returns. He's coming back to a bride Every member a living epistle. The bride is the Bible made flesh. Worldwide apostolic covering of the marriage carriage of mercy and love. Dripping honey, dripping milk from her tongue upon everyone's heads with the promised land within her. Fully realize the Father in her. All of the works of the Father manifesting through her. Even the greater works of John 14, 12. This will happen because you have to have an equal yoke. Jesus will not return to earth until humanity has become his equal yoke in spiritual ability. He remains in heaven until the restoration of all things, Acts 3.21. He's not coming back until we, as a prophetic people, are perfectly prophetic and walking on sapphire pavement. And so what do we do? We prophesy. All we do is we just have more and more fun in the prophetic. We become more and more alive. We get more and more free. We set everyone free. We give them drinks. We learn how to drink. We become fathers and mothers like Adam and Eve, fully possessed of God the Father and the Lamb. Amen? That's what it means to have the seal of God on your forehead, and there's three seals. The New Jerusalem, amen, the Lamb, Jesus Christ written on their forehead, and the Father written on their forehead. Amen. You have to have the full revelation of the Trinity written on your brain, the full crucifixion to this world, the overcoming of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life to be sealed in all your soul above the curse, walking on sapphire pavement or walking in the Garden of Eden. Perfectly prophetic. Every area of your heart built up with the spirit of prophecy, with the prophetic word. That's when your day dawns, when your soul is completely lifted up by prophecy filling your whole heart and your soul enters the dimension where there is no death. You get so built up in your heart that your soul rises. Every mention of the resurrection of the dead is an ascension of revelation upon revelation going from glory to glory by Christ being fully formed in you. I labor amongst you tirelessly until Christ be fully formed in you. And Paul also says, I have become as the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have obtained perfection, but I strive after moral and spiritual resurrection from the dead, even while in the body. Because it's an inward job of having your spirit built up with prophetic words until your soul is lifted up into the realm where the Father is and you see the Father inside your bodies as the light being and then you are God's. That's when the celestial realm becomes more real than the terrestrial realm. When you're fully built up by the prophetic word and every lie of the religious demon is burnt out of you by prophecy. Amen? by the fire of the seraphim and the prophetic word by the mixture of the fire and the glory of God and the shekinah and the kavod of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit vessels fully filled and flooded with God himself that have reached full spiritual stature it is written amen and you too are filled with the Godhead and made full Colossians 2.10 it is written made full of the Godhead whoa where is the Godhead oh I'm made full of him so why don't I know him on the inside? Because I have Satan in my brain like a beetle and a bug. Because I have a seared conscience from practicing religious death. And my soul is still partially on the cursed side of the cross, and I haven't fully died with him yet. And that's why I'm not fully resurrected. There's things in my soul that peg me to the natural realm that I'm not willing to crucify. And it's foolishness. It's vanity. It's chasing after the wind. It's vainglory. That's why Christians die. That's why they don't inherit the promised land. And that's why almost no one has ever overcome death. Because we're so deceived. We think there's something in this world. It's not here. It's in the kingdom. And we enter the kingdom by being fully built up by revelation of His love. There's no faster acceleration than divine love. It is the highest realm in existence of the living Father. 1 Corinthians 12:31. And yet I will show you a way that transcends them all. Love. Divine agape. The love glory is getting so strong because everyone's entering the promised land in this group. Because this is what you were created to do. Live in the love glory of the Father having your whole spirit satisfied, all the inner longings of your heart, all the pleasures you desire, but deny yourself because of religious deception fulfilled in the Father's pleasure. The Father named His garden. This isn't your garden. This isn't my garden. This is the garden of God. He named it Eden. He named it pleasure. God the Father named His garden. Not your garden, not my garden, but God's garden, Pleasure. Who lives in the pleasure of God, in the ecstasies of God, in the delight and pleasure of God? Only those who know Him intimately. And by intimate revelation knowledge of God, we are built up into the same place He is. And we will be sealed in the Garden of Eden. We will walk in that place. We'll be revelatory. We'll be prophetic. We'll be wise. And from that realm will reign over the earth, even through our bodies. You get built up into that place in this life. That's what an overcomer is. The nine spices, the nine fruits, and the nine overcomer's gifts. Song of Songs, Galatians 5 and Revelation 2 and 3. All correspond to intimacy with the Father in you. And then you begin to rule and reign. Revelation 5, 10. And they shall rule and reign from the angelic heavenly sphere, the celestial realm, over the earth for a thousand years. This company that overcomes death, they'll rule from the angelic sphere over the earth for 1,000 years. They'll live a day in the Lord. Even Methuselah wasn't allowed to live a day in the Lord. You know Adam and Eve lived for eternity, and time started when they came out of the glory. They came out of eternal glory, and time started about 6,019 years ago. That's when time started. And it's God's timeline, not Satan. Satan has no say in this. The Bible actually calls Satan God's devil. He's just the fly for anyone that wants to serve death instead of life. I mean, whatever, you have options. <laughs> you do have options. Why does the path to destruction many find it? Because it's the cursed side of the cross and staying in your soul and not getting into his soul. Narrows the path to eternal life, and few that find it. Because few are willing, few are willing to sacrifice their own souls to serve the Father in the glory that only can be obtained by the sacrifice of self. By dying to self. Dying to your self-awareness. Dying to your self-efforts. Dying to your self-promotion. And your selfish ideas and your selfish will and plan for your life. It's all vainglory. It's like, oh, how dare you threaten me with a good time to die to death. All you want to do is remove the curse from my life. And I resist you every step of the way. Because we're suicidal. We're programmed by the curse to destroy ourselves. And we need revelation. That's what the prophetic gospel is. It's the revelation that removes the suicidal tendencies of the animal beast curse from our brains. That actually gives us the information and the programming of the third heaven to overcome the very things that kill us. Because nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to have such sorrow and sadness and horrible things in life. But we don't know any better until we hear the gospel from the eagle of God. It's true. You have to have prophetic insight, prophetic revelation to be alive. You have to walk from one revelation to another revelation. Peter walked on the Word, he didn't walk on the water. It was the prophetic Word that had the power to overtake the natural dimension and override the natural dimension, override physics. It cancels out physics because God is the creator of the universe. And His Word is your redemption, but only in the glory. Only the living Word. And that Word contains pleasure. That Word contains power. That Word is an intimate Word that must be made your flesh and blood. And that Word costs you your blood. Yeah, A sower sow seed where in the heart, into the spirit, into the bloodlines, into the DNA... And if you're not willing to give up your natural existence, the Word can't take root in you. And that's why so few have so little power. Because they're not willing to sacrifice their bloodlines. They're not willing to sacrifice their natural existence, their natural pleasures. Everything in the natural realm has to be sacrificed for the Word of God to fully take root in your DNA. That's why the ancient Hebrew had 22 letters in it. It was all about restoring man's blood, the bloodlines of the Old Testament, the genealogies of Luke and Matthew. It's all about the redemption story of God glorifying us back to where we were in the beginning with Adam and Eve in the hundredfold glory realm of divine love. That's what it's all about. That's the sacred love story. It's the outpouring of the end times of those that have entered that realm by feasting on revelation. And they will pour it out into others so they also can rise to where they were created to live in the hundredfold glory realm of the Father's love where there is no curse, where everything is alive and nothing dies in Jesus' name. Partner with Red Letter Ministries, redlettermen.com. We'll see you tomorrow.